Hello, and welcome to Quick Charge by Electrek. I'm Mikey G, and it's Tuesday, January 10th. Tesla has started to release its quarterly autopilot safety reports after stopping for a year. The automaker does claim some improvements. Tesla wrote in the most recent data, quote, In the third quarter, we recorded one crash for every 6.26 million miles driven in which drivers were using autopilot technology. For drivers who were not using autopilot technology, we recorded one crash for every 1.71 million miles driven. By comparison, the most recent data available from the NHTSA and FHWA from 2021 shows that the United States that there was an automobile crash approximately every 652,000 miles. Now, at Electric, we are left wanting more data from Tesla's coffers of information. We'd like to know specifically about its full self-driving beta program so that we can start seeing some solid numbers on the path to delivering the full self-driving actuality. The company starting to release reports might be a step in a good direction. Hopefully we can get some more data coming in so that we can start making a better picture. Tesla has applied with the Texas State of Departments for licensing a massive $700 million expansion of Gigafactory Texas in Austin. The expansion includes a $717 million construction investment for an additional 1.4 million square feet of space. In usual Tesla fashion, the company plans to move fast with construction starting as soon as the end of this month. The Austin Business Journal listed the four projects as part of the expansion as a 693,093 square foot facility called the Cell No. 1, another 423,032 square foot area called Drive Unit, a cathode lab, and also a unit called the Cell Test Lab. Some of these projects are already under construction, and the plans are merely expansions upon them. Other future projects are planned for the massive campus, such as the Cybertruck, the Semi-Truck, the Humanoid Robot, and the third-generation vehicle platform. Tesla is shutting down buyers in China who are protesting after missing out on significant price drops in the country. The company stated that it will not compensate them. Chinese Tesla buyers protesting the price drop at Tesla stores actually came to claim that Tesla misled them into buying at the end of the year while knowing that the price was going to drop soon. But yesterday, Tesla jumped on the WeChat group used by protesters and delivered the unsavory news. Separately, Chinese state-run media is reporting that Tesla's price drops are working in the market, with estimates ranging between 10,000 and 30,000 orders since the price drop. Some are surprised to hear that protests occur in China, but protests are actually completely legal, so long as you're not protesting the government or anything which the government controls. That's actually quite a lot. The Tesla Model 3 has ended the Toyota Camry's 28-year run as the best-selling car in Australia, and it even drew a small reaction from Toyota. Tesla delivered 1,806 Model 3 vehicles in December, bringing the yearly total to 10,877 Model 3s. It beat out the Camry, which had 9,538 units in a year. The change appears to have taken Toyota by surprise, since the automaker still listed the Camry as the best-selling medium car in the country in a press release bragging about their dominance in the market. However, they had to add a qualifier in the fine print, saying that it was for vehicles less than $60,000. After a brief hiatus, Mazda is selling its electric car once again. Mazda announced that the car would come back in 2023 after they sold out, 
their entire U.S. inventory of 505 cars. The vehicle seems to have been designed to be a hybrid, but there's no such traditional or rotary engine occupying the space, even in the new year of 2023. The MSRP has increased, seemingly with the rest of the industry, so now Mazda is selling a $34,110 electric crossover with 100 miles of range. If you or someone you know bought this car, let me know, because I would love to get an interview. Chevrolet posted a teaser of the upcoming Electrified Corvette E-Ray, complete with internal combustion engine revving noises and silent EV stealth driving, shown side by side in the dashboard. Just this last November, a report came out stating that General Motors is going to spin off the Corvette brand into its own vehicle program, bringing a four-door and a crossover electric Corvette to the market. The E-Ray is their more, I suppose, traditional design of a sports car. General Motors has announced, quote, On January 17, 1953, a prototype Chevrolet Corvette sports car makes its debut at General Motors Motorama show at the Waldorf Astoria Hotel in New York City. And now, in the conjunction with the 70th anniversary of that event, they're going to unveil their new vehicle. At Electric, we'll be watching this program with quite interest. If the vehicle turns out to have a hybrid component, we imagine that it would be a risky move to play to the middle of the market, while alienating both gasoline and electric purists. If this vehicle competes with the second-generation Tesla Roadster, when that comes out, <laughs> we imagine that it will have to be all-electric in order to do so. Okay, it is opinion time. I just can't seem to escape the need to react to Mazda's pitiful compliance car, the MX-30. While it is a cheap EV, I suppose, the range of 100 miles is only useful in the most narrow environments. If someone wants a small crossover for adventure, then it's even more limited. With only 100 miles of range, you would expect a really small city car, something a little more nimble to get in and out of small spots. Road tripping in the Mazda is just out of the question, and I just can't imagine the customer for this car. For several thousands of dollars less, you can get a Chevy Bolt that goes twice as far. For a few extra thousand dollars, you can get into the Ionic 5. That goes two times as far, and it's much larger of a vehicle. I just can't imagine the market for this Mazda MX-30. And this is coming from someone who loves small microcars and also electric bikes. This Mazda just seems to be stuck in 2010, which is helplessly out of date for electric vehicles. Duh. Your paper. In today's community comment found on YouTube, Daniel Ramirez says, pretty nice, keep up. Well, thanks Daniel, and welcome to the channel. And also, thanks for watching Quick Charge by Electrek. You can also find an audio version on your favorite podcast player. I'm Mikey G, and I hope you have a great day.